This is the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Hey, buddy boo. We are going to have one of those little chatsky poos today that makes it fun to talk about something crappy. Let's go. I brought my confetti. So let's talk about guilt. Guilt is one of those sneaky things that we all deal with, but I find that it's rarely someone's primary problem. When it comes to, I mean, problem in quotes, right? Primary thing that they want to work on, that they know is getting in the way of their progress and growth and good feelings in their day-to-day life. It's never the thing that we're like, ooh, let me dedicate some focused time to just cleaning this up. And that's why I love the coaching that I do because we get to focus on the main goals and the main challenges and the big habits. But this always comes up and it's so valuable that we make room for it to come up because guilt is one of those historical pattern things that if you do bother to change it, which takes work, so I say bother, you know, with love, But if you bother to change it, it will make so much in your life easier. And this is part of our agenda, looking for where can we remove extra friction in your life? Where can we make decisions overall easier so that when you encounter a sticky situation or a really hard decision, you have more bandwidth, you have more energy for it, you haven't spent the last week, month, year in extra guilt that's just been like making everything harder. So let's do that today. So we want to take charge of this, right? Because when we don't feel in charge, when we feel like guilt is in charge, guilt gets to have the final say on what we do and how we feel about it. When that's the case, we feel disempowered. We make less authentic choices. We feel crappier about the life we're living day to day and like the person we're being. And we do not want to feel crappy about the person we are being. No, thank you. So how we approach this in coaching is to remember first and foremost that you evolved to be able to feel guilt for a reason. Wackadoo, right? But at some point in your human evolution, it was supposed to serve some kind of useful purpose. But then... By the time we arrived at this moment in humaning, we'd move beyond tribal survival situations where guilt might actually come in handy to keep you safe, keep you alive, keep you connected. And we'd landed in this reality where we had invented things like manipulation and guilt trips and mother-in-laws. Not that those things are necessarily related. I'm just giving examples here. (laughs) The point is, Guilt is kind of like square wooden sandals. Okay, stay with me. You know how back in the day when shoes were first invented, they were not stylish. They were not comfortable. There weren't even left versus right shoes. They were just like wooden planks you slapped to your tootsies and then you hit the streets. 
They were useful back then. But if you wore those shoes today, you would be making more problems than solutions for yourself. And that's what we're doing with guilt. It's like an old ancient tool that you are using in the context of today's modern world. And as such, it is not making your life better. So let's decide how can guilt make your life better and not worse. Mm, Intrigue. Okay. First, you have to decide why you want guilt in your life. What? I know. But let's be honest. You do want to be able to feel this feeling. In order to motivate you to take authentic action, action that you genuinely want to take. I, me, Kirsten, want to be able to feel guilty for example, for saying something mean in an argument with my husband, because my goal is to be a person who can still be loving and respectful, even in a disagreement. And I've had to do a fair amount of work on my spiciness in this regard. So when I veer off course from where I want to be, I want to be able to feel guilt, the emotion of guilt, to nudge me back onto the course I want to be on. Makes sense? I also want to be able to feel guilty for things like stealing and murdering, etc. Because those things are not in alignment with the person I want to be, with the path I want to be proceeding forth on. Get it? So that's step number one. Decide why do you want guilt in your life? Why do you want to be a person who is capable of feeling this emotion? And really answer that question. Next... You're going to decide how you want guilt to function in your life. Here's my suggestion. The way I talk about this guilt functionality with clients is that this is a one-time use emotion. Not the best for the environment, but luckily, this is a super carbon neutral experience. (laughs) So let's break this down. Guilt has a job to do, right? That's what we decided in step one. We want guilt for specific reasons. It's going to motivate us to take authentic action, self-honoring action. It's going to help us know things that we want to know about ourselves, blah, 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 blah. Super great. Guilt does that job very efficiently if you let it. So you experience that ephemeral emotion of guilt. You process that emotion and then you take action. You move on knowing and or doing what you need to know and or do recycling guilt over and over the way we tend to today, making sure that we still feel guilty for something that happened last month and last year and 10 years ago, making sure we still feel as guilty and that guilt is really present and fully happening. We're still having the full physiological experience of that emotion today, even though it's not giving us any new information, is not useful. It doesn't make the guilt more effective at doing its job. It doesn't tell us anything that we don't already know. So that's the second step. You're going to decide how you want guilt to function. And if you want to get on board with this whole one-time use emotion idea, yes. Lastly, I want you to just take stock of where guilt showing up in your life right now that you do not need it to per the rules we set up in step one. Where I tend to see guilt coming up for people in unuseful situations are things like when you take time off work, when you're sick, 
when you sleep or rest because you're tired instead of knocking more things off the list that you really should be doing. I'm doing so many air quotes. When you say no to an invite, when you say no to a favor, when you don't use a gift that you didn't ask for and don't like, when you even think about leaving a job that you're not ecstatic about, when you take breaks rather than work or even look productive for 11 straight hours a day, when you want to answer honestly when somebody asks you a question like, do you like this or what do you want to do for dinner? If guilt is coming up in all of these scenarios that don't meet the qualifications that we have updated here in today's podcast episode, essentially you're updating the job description of guilt, right? And now you're looking at, okay, like what jobs is guilt trying to do that we actually don't need to do anymore? Like that is not in your purview. That is no longer in your scope. Permission to stand down. So that's the question I want you to keep in mind as you move forward changing this habit with guilt, this all-day or day guilt situation that we do not have to live with anymore. Ask this question when you notice the guilt popping up. Does this serve me here? Is this useful to feel guilty right now? Does it help me be who I want to be to feel guilt right now? And don't roll your eyes at it. This is not some kind of self-help you platitude. We're not shooting for guilt-free, like we shouldn't feel guilty for anything. We're shooting for useful guilt. So make sure you answer that question. And if you're in a situation or facing a decision where you're getting this nagging feeling that you should feel guilty, super fantastic. This is a perfect opportunity to do what we're talking about here. So answer the question, should you feel guilty according to the rules you would like to follow since you are the one in charge of your life? If yes, great, good to know. Can you make it a one-time use guilt situation? Can you let it do its job? Can you feel it fully? I know it's uncomfortable. Hang in there. You've got this. But can you feel it fully and then move on with the lesson and the perspective and maybe some action you need to take to be in alignment with yourself? And importantly, if your answer is no, I do not actually need this guilt for any helpful reason right now, can you let it go? Mm. Can you say, I do not need to feel this in order to be who I want to be right now, so it is okay for me not to? Now, obviously, this takes a lot of practice. If you have had a lifelong habit of guilt showing up all day or day, then you're not going to change this habit overnight. That's fine. So even having the permission from yourself not to feel guilt doesn't mean it's going to be super easy to like not feel that feeling and let it go. But the habit changes by practicing this over and over. And yes, that takes work. But if it means feeling 90% less guilt for the rest of your life and making way more authentic decisions that you feel good about, worth it. So remember, this is exactly what we take on in coaching So you have guidance and accountability in changing these habits in your real life. So definitely book a consultation if you're serious about being a person who loves your choices and feels in charge of your life and doesn't spend the rest of your life feeling guilty for things that you know you really don't want or need to feel guilty about. You can book your free consultation with me and we can talk about your coaching program anytime at kirstenparker.com forward slash schedule. The link is in the show notes. Also make sure to get my free download, which is the crash course on how to say no, yum. It has so many examples of real life situations 
from my life, from clients' lives, about invitations you get, favors you get asked, requests that are made of you, and how you can confidently say no, stand by that decision, and not exhaust yourself with guilt about it for the rest of eternity. Yes, please. So the link for that is also in the show notes. You can get that free download at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. And I hope you have a beautiful, slightly less guilty weekend. I'll talk to you soon. Hey there, quick question. How easy does it feel to say no to requests or invites that you really don't want to agree to? Mm, not so much. If you find yourself saying yes to things you don't want to do over and over or putting yourself through agony just to get to a no and then feeling super guilty and maybe even doing it anyway, you're going to love the crash course on how to say no. You can get it for free right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. You'll get a complete PDF workbook with two two whole pages of example sentences at the end, literally how to say no to requests and invites, and an 11-minute crash course video training that simplifies the whole overwhelming shenanigans of saying no so you can do it without being a terrible person, ruining a relationship, or ending up doing the thing anyway. Go get it now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. Enjoy! Enjoy!